This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, a community access media station. Thank you to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. You're listening to Radio Hawke's Bay on 104.7 FM, 1431 AM, streaming across the world at www.radiohawkesbay.org.nz. It's my pleasure once again to be in the garden with Hawke's Bay's most glamorous gardener, Megan Williams, and for the first time in a long time, in the studio, almost in the flesh, so to speak. How are you going, Megan? I'm going really well, Ken. Hasn't it been wet? My oh. gosh, it is unbelievably wet. Now, I've had the most amazing crop of boysenberries this year. Mm. I think I've to- told you about them. Yes. But they are... As they sort of ripen, they sort of go to mush, and it's just so disappointing. So I get out there every morning and try and sort of get what I can. Mm. The raspberries have been amazing. I've been getting about a cup of raspberries a day, and they're self-sowing. They're just going crazy, just about taking over my whole garden. But I don't mind, because raspberries are actually wonderful. And they were so expensive this year. But the boysenberries, um, yeah, I'm having because there's no sun at the moment, there's just the water, um, they're not ripening properly. And when they are, the... um, they're going a bit to mush, but I'm sort of, and of course you can't pick them if they're not ripe because there's no sweetness in them, which is a bit of a shame. No. Well, I've got uh, my tomatoes growing, and tell you what, for the first time in a long time, the tomatoes are massive, but they're green. Well, that's the, they well, I had the first. I picked the first red, red ones this morning, oh. um, and I've put. They weren't quite red enough, so I've put them on the windowsill, mm. but they've been on the turn. So I was really quite excited about that. They were just the the little the little baby, yes. you know, the ones, the salad ones. Uh, but the, yes, they've been really good. The tomatoes. In fact, I had I had a tray, a seed tray that I usually have in my glass house that it had, I had lettuce seedlings in, and all these I must have a tomato must have dropped into it or something. And I had, <laughs> I've got all these tomato seedlings that have come up. So I've been planting them out. So it'd be interesting to see because it's very late in the season. Mm. But I think things probably are going to be a bit later because, you know, the boysenberries are usually um, ripe. On yes. the Christmas week. So everything's sort of, because we haven't had that huge amount of sun, we've just had water, everything's got filling up and mm. becoming big and full, but they're not ripening yet. No. So I wouldn't worry. I think once that sun comes, and I think it will, yeah, um, right. you know, I think you should be right. Have great tomatoes. And if, and if you can see them just t- changing, pick them, put them on the windowsill and they'll ripen up. My neighbour has a fabulous passion fruit vine, and it's literally longer than the wall that we're sitting in with our studio here. I have a, a similar passion vine, half the size, and his has got ginormous passion fruit on it. Mine has still got a few flowers, but no fruit. Third year in a row. What's the problem? Oh, obviously, it's either facing the wrong way, it's not getting enough food, or something's yeah, something's disturbing the roots. Maybe mm. it's too too wet underneath. Passion fruits are funny like that. They are. They. I've got a, my son had two huge ones, and for years we just get buckets and buckets mm. of them. And yet I've I've tried to grow them. Sometimes they'll work. Sometimes they won't. They're yeah. really quite fickle. But he's obviously got the right spot yeah. and the right amount of sun. You may have it facing the south rather than facing the north. Mm. Do you know which direction? Well, it's, direction? In a, it's in my veggie garden, which is quite removed from my house. So it's in a spot which gets a heck of a lot of sun. There's a heck of a lot of bees around because my neighbour's got this awful vine hanging over, which has got loads of flowers on it, but it attracts a bee, so we better stay there. But so, and this, is, is he? Where? Which direction is his facing? Is it facing north? His face is in the same direction as as what mine. Yeah, they're both facing north. North, right? Yeah. yeah well, I don't know. It must be something in the. But they are funny. It must be the plant or something. In, in. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I, yeah, I'm afraid I can't help you. I've got a, I've got a couple self sown, and I'm just going to see. I'm going to plant them in a nice facing north area because they've just these seed trays of mine that I get from the compost heap <laughs> just have all these incredible seeds. But what's, what was I've been planting, still planting out my lettuce seedlings into troughs, and as I plant them out, you know, one will, I'll finish one, and then the next one's coming on. That's a really good scheme that I've been doing lately. Um, I've been taking the my uh, pink. Um, opium poppy heads I've been picking off as they've dried mm. and then keeping the seed. I've been doing a lot of getting in my yep. own seeds just recently. The garden's got a lot of things that have gone to seed, which is great because I just let the, and use my you own seed, seed for yeah. the next year, Yeah, which makes them look a bit messy. But, it, I mean, most of us, our gardens are a bit messy because oh, everything be. is so wet. Um, I've got a huge task at the moment. I'm getting some new chocks because my um, two chocks are sort of going through menopause and don't eat, <laughs> don't, don't lay any longer. And so I'm getting some in a couple of weeks, and so I've got a huge job of t- taking all the bottom of the chalk house up and putting it into my veggie garden. Yeah. So um, I think that if there's any secret of today's message is to make sure that you feed your veggie garden. You know, if you're just using the same dirt over and over and over and mm. over again, you don't need to go out and buy a whole lot of stuff. All you do is get um, different areas of the garden and get your household rubbish, you know, mm. like the, th- the rubbish from the kitchen, dig a hole, Put it in there, cover it up, and within no time the worms will come and it'll yeah. disappear. Absolutely. Just a quick word on your chooks, uh, because everyone knows that the price of eggs is probably going to go up because it's hard to get an egg at the supermarket. And even my own wife said the other day, we should get some chooks. And I sort of I looked at the, you know, because I'm not that particularly handy with building things, and I looked at the cheapest chook house I could find was 200 bucks. And then you had to put, you know, well, you know what to do because you've got chooks. Is it economical to have chooks? Well, yes, I think it is. For me, I, I well, I've had for a long time, I've only had the two, and that kept me in eggs. I like to be able to give eggs to people because if they bring me their house, their, their, you mm. know, their scraps for the chocks, I like to be able to give them eggs in return. So um, I've, I'm getting six. I'm not sure how much he's going to charge me. I'm sure they'll be twice the price yes, than what I paid last time. <laughs> I should have asked that. But um, but I've got an old-fashioned, you know, the old-fashioned chook houses yes. that used to be in the in the early days after the war, where, yeah. you know, during the war when They're people proper had, chook houses. It's a proper chook house. And so I'm sure my friends think that the chooks aren't free-range. You know, they should be out. But, um, of course, I don't want them eating my vegetable no, garden. Course. But it's a really old. And they've got everything they need. They've got six... Um, uh, nests, you know, six little roosts, nests, yep. roost, and then they've got a, a roost, uh, a perch that they can. So everything's, you know, sort of absolutely yeah. fine. But I think economic-wise, um, if you're using, if you've got friends that are providing you with scraps and things, yeah. I think yes, they would be. Yeah. I buy a um, a big a sack of um, pellets, yeah. laying pellets from the supermarket. I think it's, it used to be about eleven dollars, and now it's probably about fourteen. Um, but that lasts for quite a while, yeah. and they're very selective. They will choose what they want to eat. Now, sometimes they won't touch that stuff. Mm. Um, at the moment, they're not laying, so they, that's just sort of sitting there, um, and they're only eating, they'll, they'll go for greens, or then other times they'll go for bread. So they, they, they choose what they yeah. want to keep they're themselves fickle. healthy. Well, I don't know that they're fickle. You've just got to make sure that you give them a balanced diet, I think, yeah. and they'll just pick and choose what they want. I mean, obviously, they get lots of garden scraps from me. Wandering Willy is marvellous because I've got plenty of of that, yeah. so they've always got a supply of, of that. I learned on the weekend that they don't lay all time round, all year round. No, 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 they, they have off seasons. No, yeah, they do. No, they stop laying for a while, and then they um, they stop laying when they're 
um, sitting on their eggs. Mm. They'll lay their eggs and then they'll sit on them and they won't lay then. Mm. Um, yeah, but it's not that long. And, right. and yeah, it's not a problem. Right. Yeah, I think, I think they're, they're probably about break even. Um, but it's really nice. I mean, people like my eggs as opposed to the ones yeah. from the shop because they, but of course nowadays they're not, you haven't got the battery eggs. So I noticed the ones I bought the other day was, were, were as yellow as mine. The yolks were as yellow yeah. as mine. So they're probably, you might be paying more, but you're probably getting a better egg. And it's a bit like uh, going into your veggie garden, digging up your own spice. You cannot beat having it homemade, so to speak, mm, can you? That's right. What's your recipe yeah. for the week? Oh, okay. I've got puranesco. I've, I've been by myself this week, and so I put. I love this recipe. It's so, so easy, and it's something you can have on, on deck in the cupboard all the time. All you need to make sure that you've got is a little punnet of... Um, Stop it, stop yep. it, stop it. Because I think I've got a mental lock, knock, mental block. Oh, that's not here. Okay. Hold on. What are those fishy things in the little jug? Punnet. Tuna? No, 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 no. Um, uh, Anchovies? Anchovies. Yep. Why isn't it in here? I don't even need a recipe. I don't know why I bought it. Sorry, can we no, start no, it no, off? Yeah, so, okay. Yeah. What's the recipe for the week? Recipe for the week is put an asker. Now, puranaska is a pasta sauce, and it's really easy because what you need to have in your cupboard is a jar of anchovies, a jar of capers, and some tomatoes, and some olives. And so what you do is in your pan, you put some two couple of tablespoons of oil. Um, you can chop up an onion and put that in there and fry it and, and get some tomatoes out of the freezer. I What I do with my tomatoes out of the freezer is I put them in a container, mm. pour really hot water over them, and within seconds you just skin them. Yeah. And so that's great. That goes into the pan, stir it all around, and I put about half a cup of olives. I put about two teaspoons of capers. I put about um, a whole tin of those little tin of anchovies. Stir it all around, and meanwhile you've cooked some pasta, well, any mm. sort of pasta you want in, in, in the microwave, and then just you pour your sauce over the pasta, and it is just yum. to die for. It is just a really, really easy, easy pasta sauce, and it's so yummy. Sounds yummy. As always, my pleasure. You look after yourself. We'll talk at the same time, same place next time. Take care, Ken. Bye-bye. Don't forget the rubble. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, a community access media station. Thank you to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.